0: You are safe now to choose yourself. More personal, more vulnerable, more open, more fucking real than ever. Who's ready to strip down and dive in? I'm Kayla Rose, and this is Skinny Dipping: The Rebirth.
1: You've arrived at your destination.
0: What's up guys? We are back for another full length episode. This is skinny dipping the podcast. My name is Kayla Rose and I just want to get right into it. I want to dive right into this episode today. If you know, we are in the five week series of Unoia. Unoia is this word in Greek meaning beautiful mind, well minded, basically means just having a mind that is a beautiful place to be. So, every single week we will be talking about different topics that will make your mind a more beautiful place to be. And today we were talking about something that I almost didn't want to talk about. Like I felt the calling, I felt the download. And then I was like, oh, it feels so overdone, overplayed. So many people talk about this. And then I was like, no, the reason we talk about this so much, the reason that we need information on this is because so many of us struggle with this. Literally everyone I know to some degree in their life struggles with this one thing and well these two things that I'm going to be talking about in today's episode and I think it is so important to note that This is a universal experience. If you are an empathetic, compassionate person, you probably struggle with this in your life in some way, shape or form. And, you know, I did a fucking deep dive on the Internet into podcasts into YouTube videos into articles online to really find the information that we need around this topic all in one place. And that topic is people pleasing and boundaries because they really do go hand in hand. People pleasing is this concept that You are focusing on others and putting others above yourself and therefore it is sacrificing your own health, your own well-being, your own needs because you're trying to please other people. And with that, hand in hand, right there with it comes a lack of boundaries and also an inability to understand how to set healthy boundaries and how to get comfortable with it because it is very... Uncomfortable to tell people no. And I think that there is this stigma around boundaries that is just like, no, 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 like using this word no. And in this episode, I'm going to show you ways that you can begin to set healthy boundaries in a clear, compassionate, empathetic, and receptive way. People are going to receive it well. It's not going to just be like, no, no, no. If you're somebody who's always like, yes, I can do that for you, to go all the way to the other end of the spectrum of no, no, no all the time isn't going to work for you. And it's not going to feel right because it's not true to your character of compassion and empathy. And I want to give you guys the tools and skills that you need today to one, stop people pleasing. Let's, let's tone it down a little bit, not saying it's going to completely disappear because you're fucking human. If you've been doing this your entire life, which we'll talk about in a second, it's going to be really hard to completely switch to the other side We want less people-pleasing. We want to minimize people-pleasing. And I also want you to give yourself grace in this process because it's not going to switch overnight. It's not going to click overnight, but I hope something in this podcast does shift something internally for you, and I hope that I can give you The real applicable skills that you need to begin to set those healthy boundaries because I really believe that that is the answer for people pleasing is setting boundaries with others setting boundaries with your work with your passion with your time and most importantly with yourself. So let's get into the episode guys. My name is Kayla Rose. I'm the host of skinny dipping. This is the podcast on the intersectionality of mental health and sometimes we talk about spirituality and the connection to ourself and what is beyond our physical form. So today we are going to be talking about more the mental health aspect of everything i'm so happy to have you here with me guys i'm gonna take a deep breath so that i can channel so that i can step in so that i can ground so you know what whatever you're doing right now let's just take a second to take a deep breath together and as you take this deep breath Because I want you to be able to soak in this information, right? I want it to land for you in the right way. And so in order to do that, we need to get into a space in our heart of openness. So let's take a second and let's do that together because I really need it right now. I feel a lot in my head, my analytical mind, and I want to drop into my heart space because our knowing is so much more beyond what's here in our analytical mind. Our knowing goes into our body, our knowing goes into our heart, our knowing goes into our auric field, our energetic field. There is so much more beyond this analytical mind that wants to control and rule everything. So let's take a second, drop in as you drop in. Imagine a white ball of light grounding you into the earth's center at your feet. Three, two, one, inhale. exhale watch the roots grow out of that white ball of light and into the earth let's take one more right now together inhale three two one exhale ground through the feet three two one Subscribe if you're new guys. Send this to somebody that you love. Let's fucking get into this episode. I am so excited. This is skinny dipping. This is Unoia, the five week series, and let's strip down and dive in. Let's do this thing. People-pleasing and boundaries. We need to fucking talk about it because so many of us struggle with it. And I want to start, I have an outline for this episode because I really want to give you all the information in one place. So you don't have to go listen to all those podcasts or watch those Ted talks or watch YouTube videos or read those articles. You can just come here and this can be your little people-pleasing boundaries 101 little guide. Boop, boop, boop. Um, So why do we people-please? And I would like to start out by saying there's a lot of reasons why people, people, please people, people, please. But what I've realized is that there are two main reasons where people begin to pick up these tendencies at a young age. You'll hear me talk in this episode about how you can take that energy that you're putting into everybody else and putting it back into yourself. And one of the best ways that I do that is through meditation, breath work, spending intentional time with myself. And that's why I freaking love Open. You guys have seen me talk about it on Instagram. I'm absolutely obsessed. I use it probably five days out of the week. And it's the easiest way for me to find the best, best, best teachers to do breath work, Pilates, yoga, and meditation. There's unlimited live and on-demand classes. It's designed for all levels and you can cancel literally anytime. And the best part about this whole thing is that I'm giving you a month for free because you need this. OPEN is giving skinny dipping listeners 30 days for free. That's you guys. When you visit withopen.com slash skinny dipping. With Open, you can practice with the best teachers in the world, anywhere, anytime. Again, you can join me on Open by going to withopen.com slash skinny dipping. Let me know what you guys think and I'll see you in class. The first one is going to be a lack of safety in your home environment. So if you grew up with adults or with parental figures or with older siblings where you needed to make sure that they were happy, you needed to make sure that they were in a good mood in order to not deal with physical, mental, verbal, psychological abuse, then you probably have picked up people pleasing tendencies because you want to keep people happy in order to make yourself feel safe. And just take that in for a second because if that's something that you've never heard before, which I'm sure a lot of you have heard of that before, especially if you've dove into this topic, but if you haven't, just take a second to soak that in because that's a lot. If in your household you felt unsafe and you felt like keeping people happy and in a good mood led to your safety and led to you avoiding Physical, mental, verbal, or psychological abuse, then you are going to carry these traits into your adult life and you're going to deem other people, other humans, not safe because what we pick up as children is so deeply ingrained in our brain. Our brain works in different ways as a kid. We are able to soak up things more easily because of our brain waves and what brain wave state that we are in from the ages to 0 to 2, there's a different brain wave and then like 2 to 5 and then 5 to 11. So, when you're in those early years if you felt unsafe and you felt like, you know, if you could keep everybody happy and keep everyone joyful and make sure that everyone was in a good mood, that meant, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't get abused then obviously you're going to bring that into your adult life and you're going to be like, okay, people aren't safe if they're unhappy, therefore... I need to make sure everybody is happy all the time in order to protect myself. Because that is what your mind, that is what your ego is constantly trying to do. It's just trying to protect yourself from danger, which isn't only physical danger, which it can be a lot of the time in a lot of households, but also verbal danger, psychological danger, and, emotion, and emotional abuse. So it is so important to recognize if this is the reason why, you people please, if this is the reason specifically I I would highly suggest going to a trained professional that can help you through this process because that is a deep, deep, deep place where you need to unwind and unlearn all those things that you've picked up. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey you, I feel like you're doing everything for everybody else and you're not getting enough help. I think that can lead to a lot of burnout and a lot of brain fog. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with the challenges of life. It can feel so, so overwhelming and Guess what? You don't have to do it alone. I don't do it alone. I go to therapy and honestly, I think everybody should. That's why I absolutely love BetterHelp. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is the best option because it's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists literally anytime. When you wanna be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash skinny dipping to get 10% off your first month. That's Better com slash skinny dipping. Check it out, guys, and let's get back to the episode. And I'm so proud of you if in this moment you're realizing it or or you're re-recognizing it and re-bringing it up to the surface because it is so scary and I just want to give you props because that is the first step to healing it is noticing and naming and being able to discern what everything is so if that is what is going on with you right now it might be a lot take a deep breath ground yourself into the earth maybe walk outside put your hand on a tree ask the tree to ground your energy take the energy away from you and allow it to root down through the tree because it can feel like a lot coming up i'm sure like to feel unsafe is is just not what you deserved. You deserve to feel safe. You deserved to feel loved and cared for, and you deserve to be a kid. And that's what happens in these situations is that kids don't get to be kids because they're constantly trying to monitor adults. The second type of people pleaser that I have noticed that may not come from abuse, I'm sure that these two things can kind of be intertwined. But if you didn't deal with emotional, physical, psychological, verbal abuse in a household, um, I didn't deal with those things as a child. So I kind of fall into the second category. And this is the overachiever category, the trying to have everything perfect category. And what I've noticed is that the other category of people pleasers comes from children, of course, because that's where we're developing all these tendencies is in our early years of life, even in high school too. Like your brain is still developing up to the age of like 25 and then it starts to slow down. So, you know, you're still, I'm still a kid right now. I'm 23 and my brain is still developing. What I've noticed is that the second group, we'll call them group B, group B has developed their sense of self-worth off of the praise of others and they don't know what life would look like without it. They don't know what life would feel like without it. They don't know how they would feel about themselves without the praise of others, without making sure that other people are pleased with them. And this is definitely the category that I fall into. I feel like so many kids just, you know, throughout the school system, throughout the government system, you really want to be good at things. You want to have praise. You want to have attention. And that feels so fucking good. Nothing wrong with praise. Nothing wrong with attention. Let's not fucking demonize it. I'm over that shit. It is what you deserve, but you don't need to do all these things and keep everyone happy and keep everyone in line and micromanage everything and and micromanage yourself and your own life in order to get that attention in order to get that praise in order to you know feel good about yourself and develop that sense of self-worth my sense of self-worth is not based off of the things i accomplish my self-worth is not based off of the praise that other people give me because people can switch like that, especially in this, you know, world of the internet and how quickly everybody's minds can shift and change and redirect their attention. So it's so, so, so important to know that you can't base your worth and base how you feel off of how other people feel towards you about how other people treat you, because it's always a direct reflection of how they feel about themselves it's never about you. It really isn't. If they're praising you and they're, they're probably having a great day with themselves. And if they're treating you like shit, they're probably having a fucking shitty day within themselves. And that is just how humans interact with the world. We project, we see our inside world and we transform it and transmute it into our outer world. And that's what we see. And let's not demonize it. There's nothing wrong with that. We're fucking human. Again, our brains are just trying to predict and protect ourselves. So thank it. Thank you, ego. Thank you, brain, analytical mind for trying to figure shit out for me. But I know, and that's why affirmations come in very handy here. I know that I am worthy by doing nothing. I am worthy inherently. And that's why I always tell you guys, you are inherently worthy because you are, and you don't have to do anything or please anyone to be worthy of love, of attention, of praise, of hype, You deserve it now as you are because you are human and you are beautiful exactly the way that you are. And there's a couple signs that you may be a people pleaser and I'm going to name them off now. So tell me if you resonate with this constantly feeling burnt out. Uh, Maybe you're feeling resentful towards people. You have difficulty or fear in making decisions or giving your opinion to other people. You feel like you can't say no. You're an over explainer, over apologizer. Maybe you don't know how to set boundaries. Maybe you don't even know where to begin or what to say in order to set boundaries because you've never done it. That is a sign you are a people pleaser. And maybe in the first sign of conflict when you're with somebody else and you feel their voice change or something shift in them, if your first response in conflict is to appease the other person, then you probably are a people pleaser. Also, if you see yourself picking up on people's like little body changes and changes of voice and asking yourself, are they mad at me? Did I do something wrong? You are probably a people pleaser. And this is not something, guys, hold up for a second. This is a role that you take on in order to relate yourself to other people. They teach this in sociology. That was my major in university. Basically, we are humans who take on roles. So the way that we are depend on who we are interacting with and you yourself are not a people pleaser at your core. So don't take that identity and fucking run with it because to over identify with something will Tell your mind that you are that over and over and over again. So what we want to do is shift the narrative into, you know, you are not a total people pleaser, but you take on the role of a people pleaser in order to feel safe, in order to feel loved, in order to get attention, in order to be praised, in order to be hyped up, in order to feel the things that you want to feel and have the interactions you want to have with other people you take on this role of people pleaser. It's not who you are, but it's a role that you take on. And now I wanna dive into the five different common types of people pleasers because there's different categories and I want you to be able to see which one you are because then with each And every one of these categories, we're going to do a mindset shift with an affirmation with each of these people pleasing categories so that you can know how you can begin to step into a new narrative. Because, yes, identifying is great, but we're not here to over identify. We are here to remind ourselves that we have the ability as ever changing, ever evolving human beings to shift. We have the ability to pivot. We have the ability to transform and to evolve past our baseline behaviors. Your baseline behaviors are the behaviors that you picked up as a child that you now carry into your life. They're your baseline. They're all that you have known and they are difficult to change. They take deep inner work, deep reflection and deep practice. Don't forget the practice part because I think people think they can just do the reflection and do some journaling and then their problems will be fixed practice leads to new habits, new mindsets, new default modes. So we're going to take each one of these and we are going to shift them so that we can create a new default mode so that when you realize you are stepping into this role, you can quickly turn it around and pivot and step into a new direction. Redivert your attention to something positive, which is going to be this affirmation that I'm going to tell you. So please write the affirmation down. If this certain category resonates with you and you, may be one or more of these people pleasers, but I feel like there's going to be one that specifically jumps out to you. I'm going to pull out my notes one second. The first category that I want to go over is conflict avoidant. These are the people pleasers that as soon as they see a sign of conflict, they will do everything to appease the other person and make sure that conflict will completely be dismissed. They hate fucking conflict. And because of this, they will do anything in that moment to please the other person to avoid conflict. This probably comes from wanting to be loved and a lack of safety. Number two is caretaking. This is the caretaking people pleaser. I already had multiple people pop up in my head when I just said this and I'm like, damn, they are the caretaking people pleaser. These are the people that want to literally take care of everyone in their life. But because of that, They are not taking care of themselves. And I just want to know, there's nothing wrong with this. Give yourself grace. Don't demonize this. Don't demonize yourself. Know that you were doing this for a reason, to feel loved, to feel protected. And if you're taking care of everyone else, it's probably because you didn't feel taken care of and you want other people to feel what you didn't get. So give yourself grace in this moment. But number two is going to be the caretaker. Three is going to be compliance. The person that is compliant, this is going to be the person that kind of just goes along with everything and they seem like they're super fucking chill and you know they don't have many opinions and they're great to be around for some people and a lot of people like them because they go with the flow, they're super chill. But underneath that, underneath that chillness, underneath that go with the flow, there is compliance and in that there is people pleasing because you just want to avoid it you just want to go along with what everyone else does so that you yourself can make sure that everybody is happy around you number four is what I am and when I was researching this I was like fuck this just hit me in the face because I was like I'm a people pleaser but not like a traditional people pleaser like I'm not a people pleaser who's going to completely deplete all my energy but I'm this type of people pleaser because I do get caught up in you know is this person mad at me? Did I do something wrong? What can I do to make them happy before they even get mad? And this is where I fall into place. The active and or anticipatory pleasing. This is the anticipatory people pleaser. This is the category that I fall into. And this is the people pleaser that actually doesn't wait for someone to be unhappy to then please them because I personally don't like to do that. Like if someone is really unhappy and i can't really do anything about it like i'm just going to remove myself from the situation but if i can do anything about it beforehand that's what i'll do i'll anticipate people's needs i'll anticipate what people need to make them happy to make them feel good to avoid them feeling shitty and sometimes i anticipate it almost to a fault where i assume that people want something and then they want something else and then i'm like i was just trying to fucking help but then i didn't do it right anyway And instead of just asking straight up with no bullshit, what do people need? What do you need right now? I anticipate it, I guess, so that I can avoid conflict in the future. So that comes from anxiety. That comes from anticipatory people pleasing. And the last one is going to be merging. This is where codependency falls in. They're so codependent. They always have that one friend that they completely become and they don't have their own opinions. They really just like merge into another person, another group, a community, and they completely identify with that and don't really have a lot of self-individuality because it is safer to be with a group. It is safer to be with another person than with themselves. So nothing wrong with all these things. We all deal with this. I hope that you found one that calls you because we are going to go into now the mindset shift that I want you to say, write down in your notes app, make your screensaver, whatever you need so that you can come back to this. When you feel that people pleaser hat coming on your head and like you're taking on that role, I want you to come back to these. If you are conflict avoidant, this is the affirmation that I want you to use to reprogram your mind. Accepting and confronting conflict is safe now. Conflicts are a natural part of life. I'm going to say that again. If you're conflict avoidant, write this down. Accepting and confronting conflict is safe now. Conflicts are a natural part of life. Number two is for the caretakers, the people that just want to be taking care of themselves, but they do it for everybody else. This is my partner. I see him do this in his life with everybody and. Um, I hope that he listens to this podcast so that he can reprogram his mind with this affirmation whenever it comes up. Everyone is responsible for their own comfort. I deserve to take care of myself. Let me say that again. Everyone is responsible for their own comfort. So in that moment, you're reprogramming your mind to know that I am not responsible for other people. And what I want to know is you will see that there isn't any like, knots in here i'm not like i am not responsible for other people that is not how i do the affirmation because your mind actually doesn't like negatives and if you say i'm not going to do this your brain doesn't really hear that it actually hears i am going to do this instead of saying I am not responsible for other people, your brain is going to hear, I am responsible for other people. Our brain doesn't like negatives. When you say not, it wants to still focus on that. So what we want to do is shift our focus to a positive statement. So instead of, I'm not responsible for other people, what I'm going to have you say is, everyone is responsible for their own comfort. That's a positive statement. There's not not, no, or never in there. So when you do these affirmations, I want you to keep that in mind. So number two is caretaking. I'm going to repeat it one more time. Everyone is responsible for their own comfort. I deserve to take care of myself. That last sentence is really what I want my caretakers to focus on here. I deserve, because you do deserve, and you don't know it yet, but you need to reprogram your mind and reteach yourself and unlearn the things and relearn that you are deserving of taking care of yourself. And number three, compliance. The compliance people. This is what I want you to say to reprogram. Individuality and differences are beautiful, and I honor that. My opinion matters. I am important. I want you to affirm and write this down. Individuality and differences are beautiful, and I honor that. My opinions matter, and I am important. That's the second sentence that I want you to say because people who comply all the time. Often feel like they need to do that because their opinions don't matter because they don't feel like they are important and You are important and you don't have to do anything to prove that you as you are Since you came into this world as a little baby, you are so important You are inherently important and I want you to remember that four is for the active and anticipatory pleasers like myself I let go of anticipating others needs I am safe to pause I feel like when I'm anticipating, what I'm doing is my anxiety is running my life, and I'm not taking a moment to pause and truly sit in the moment and realize in that moment, in that pause, that <laughs> I am responsible for only myself. And yes, I can help others, but I am responsible for only myself, and they are responsible for them. You can add that in there if you want, but number four is I let go of anticipating others' needs. I am safe now to pause. <sighs> and number five, for the mergers, for the people with codependency issues, mergers. Okay, for my mergers, people that merge into communities, other people, groups, whatever. Five, being uniquely me is beautiful and enough. I want you to write these down, I want you to put them in your notes app, put them as your screensaver, do something in order to affirm this to yourself daily if you can, in order to reprogram your mind away from people-pleasing tendencies into a place of letting go for other people's needs, because isn't it fucking exhausting? Like, we're talking about all like, you know, the analytical stuff, the scientific stuff, the mental health stuff, the psychological stuff behind it, but let's just fucking talk for a second about how fucking exhausting is it? How burnt out do you feel by caring about what everyone else is thinking and feeling all the fucking time? Aren't you fucking exhausted? Because I know I am. I know I have been in the past. I know that leads me to complete burnout. And if you feel burnt out right now, fucking feel that. You've been letting yourself down, dude. You've been betraying yourself. You've been doing things that aren't good for yourself in order to protect yourself and give yourself grace. Yes, but realize that this is not okay any longer. And you have the ability to shift and evolve into a place where you don't have to feel burnt out about accounting for everyone's voice changes and body positions and, and and what they say to you all the time and overanalyzing it. Isn't it fucking exhausting? And we all do it to an extent. Don't beat yourself up about it right now. I want you to actually, for a second, feel fucking bad for yourself. Like, damn, dude, like I've been fucking fucking myself over and burning myself out and exhausting myself over what? trying to keep other people happy. Well, what about you? What about how you feel? What about what you need? And that's what people pleasers lack. And that's why they get burned out or they get resentment towards other people. Hey guys, we just want to take a quick break in this episode to let you know how to make your own podcast, because we know each and every one of you has something important to say that will offer value to the world around us. We use Anchor. It's this sick platform that is free and has creation tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And now you can add any song from Spotify directly to your podcast. The best part about this is that Anchor automatically distributes your podcast to all platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. This makes podcasting way too easy. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So if you're ready to share your value with the world, which we know you are, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm now to get started. Okay, let's get back to it. Or they eventually just feel so fucking tired and so depressed and so anxious that they can't fucking do it anymore because you are spending all your energy accounting for other people's emotions and not turning deep inside and being like, what about me? What are my needs? And that is the big shift here is not focusing on not people pleasing, but instead focusing on redirecting your tension and redirecting your focus and energy towards you and your needs and your emotions and what you fucking need because you are deserving of having your needs met by yourself, by your own self. You're doing it for everyone else. Why can't you do it for yourself? If you're burnt out and you're exhausted socially, this may be why. And I want you to really fucking feel those feelings right there and be like, damn, this sucks. Why have I been doing this to myself? And like, sometimes we need that wake up call and it doesn't feel good. So what are we going to do? We're going to affirm these different reprogramming statements for our mind so our mind can be able to make this our new norm, our new reaction behavior. We want these responses to be our go-to initial responses, and we do that by reprogramming The mind, just like anything in life, the more you do it, the easier it gets. The more you practice, the better that you get at it. So we wanna practice these affirmations. We wanna practice putting these affirmations into practice in our life. And then two, we're gonna redirect our energy towards ourself. Redirect our energy towards ourself. What are our own needs? What are our own emotional states? What is going on for us? How can we self-soothe ourselves rather than soothing everyone else around us? And three, we're finally going to hop into boundaries because your lack of boundaries is creating this people-pleasing in your life. It's not just the lack of boundaries with other people, it's your lack of boundaries with yourself. And I really want you to get this because so many of us lack boundaries with ourselves, and that's why we're burnt out, exhausted, anxious, depressed. So that's why we need to set healthy boundaries with ourselves, with our work, with others, with our family members, with our relationships, with our friendships, so let's hop into, you know, a quick 101 for setting boundaries. How are we going to do it? I want to give you guys applicable insight. I want to give you guys actual action steps that you can do to move towards this new mindset shift, towards this new version of yourself, because it's going to feel so fucking good for you when you have more energy to do the things that you love in life. How amazing will that feel? That's what I want you to do for a second. Actually, I want you to take a second and I want you to imagine how. How is it going to feel when you have all this energy and space for yourself because you're not spending it on other people and monitoring other people and pleasing and appeasing other people and you're going to have all this space for yourself to You know, move your body to spend time with yourself, to do fun things with your friends, to go on trips, to make more money, to dive into your passions, to get creative, you know, to go just lay down outside and chill. You're going to have so much more time, space and energy for yourself when you begin to do these things. When you begin to reprogram your mind, redirect your attention and set healthy boundaries you're going to have so much time. How amazing is that going to be? You're going to have so much energy and space freed up inside of you. So let's get into how to set boundaries because I'm so excited and I love boundaries. I'm a boundaries girly. I I fucking love boundaries. I think we all need to set healthier boundaries with people in our life because if you're not, oh my God, if you're not communicating, what the fuck are you doing? People can't fucking read your mind. They can't. So what I want you to do is communicate because my therapist tells me this. If you don't share it, you wear it. If you don't tell people how you feel, you're going to get resentful. You're going to be like, why the fuck don't they know what to do? Cause you haven't told them yet. And that's on you, bitch. That's on you. So let's talk about how we can set healthy boundaries in a way that's not just like, yes. And then no, because you can't completely switch to no's all the time because like also people won't receive that. Well, like we want to set boundaries in a way that land well with other people so that you can continue to feel safe and you can continue to feel secure and you know when we just like are really direct and intense with our boundaries people don't receive it well all the time and yes that is so necessary in certain circumstances when you fucking need to lay it on someone and be like this is my fucking boundary do not fucking cross it do not ever again sometimes you need to be stern and i want you to be able to practice that sometimes you do have to really put on that big girl big big man big parent voice and you need to put somebody in their fucking place but today i'm actually going to tell you how we can set boundaries in a way that's going to land well with people so let's put that to the side for a second because that's necessary and like 30% of situations, but the other 70%, we really need to be able to communicate our needs and communicate our boundaries in a way that's going to land well and, you know, not make people upset so that we can continue to feel safe and secure and feel good about ourselves and, and minimize conflict, not avoid conflict, but minimize it because it doesn't feel great all the time to have conflict. So this is how I would love to teach you how to set boundaries. First, the first technique for people pleasing that I want to teach you is the pause. Okay, instead of saying yes or no in that moment, instead of over explaining, oh, my God, I do this as a people pleaser when I can't do something for someone, I over explain myself like fucking crazy. Like so instead of over explaining yourself, you can pause. You can say this. Let me get back to you. Can I get back to you with that tomorrow? I need a second to process that. I need a night to process that. I need to look at my schedule. Take the pause. Give yourself time. Let me get back to you with that. That is going to be your best fucking friend as a people pleaser because then you have a second to prepare your response. You know that you're not going to get their hopes up. And then you can be like, oh, I can't. Like, I'm too busy. I don't have the time for that. But I think the question to ask yourself after the pause is, one, do you have the time, space, and energy for that? do you, do you have the space? Do you have the energy? Do you have the time? Can you do that for that person? And then two, do you want to do it? (laughs) I think we forget this as people pleasers. Like you can want to do things. Like, do you want to do that? If not, if you don't want to do it, like don't do it. Like they can find somebody else to help them. And like, obviously being there for people in your life is super important, but you got your own shit going on and they got their own shit going on. And it's also important to ask yourself, Would they do this for me? Would they go out of their way for me? Because I, I know maybe it's my scorpio rising self in me but i genuinely don't like doing things for people if i know deep down like they would not make the space or the time for me um but if someone's like my fucking diehard and they would go out of their way for me i'll go out of my way for them every single time because you know what that is where true connection and true friendship lies and trusting the other person and have your energies being matched and that just feels so good and so safe another question to ask yourself is does this person really need authentic Help, are they asking from their heart or are they using me? Um, and try to discern that. So that's why, if you buy yourself time, you can ask yourself these couple questions Do I have this space and time and energy? Um, are they asking from their heart? Do they really need my help or are they using me? And three. Do I want to do this <laughs> I mean it's as simple as that so buy yourself time if you feel like saying no is hard for you because then you can actually like think about your response look at your schedule and not overbook yourself or overstress yourself you need time to rest just because you have a free space in your schedule doesn't mean you should fill it listen to me doesn't mean you should fill it. Just because you have free time doesn't mean that you need to fill it by helping somebody else out or taking on that other project or picking up that extra slack at work. Mm -mm. You need time for rest. And those pauses and those breaks in your schedule are necessary. Fucking honor them. Now let's actually get into how we're going to verbally set our boundaries. Like what the fuck are we going to say when it comes to you know, telling people no, or we're setting our boundaries, being like, you can't treat me like that. You can't talk to me like that. This is what I need. Let's go. I, I have a whole step-by-step process for you. So let's dive into it. No pun intended. Skinny to Bruce. In my notes here, I have how to set healthy boundaries. 101 for peepees, <laughs> people pleasers, the peepees. Okay. <laughs> One, we don't want to make someone feel attacked unless they need to feel attacked and they need to be fucking put in their place because 30% of the time that needs to happen. The other 70% of the time, we're going to use nonviolent communication. We're going to use compassionate communication, empathetic communication, and we're going to set our boundaries in a way that lands well for other people. The first thing that I want you to do is suggest to them that you know that this wasn't their intention because the last thing that anybody wants to feel is like they are being made wrong. Although it's important to tell people where they fucked up, you want to do it in a way that keeps them open and keeps them receptive because if they feel attacked, what's going to happen is they're going to put their walls so far up that you won't even be able to get to them. You won't even be able to communicate your needs to them because they are using their first line of defense. So when you come in, you want to do so by suggesting, you know, I know this wasn't your intention. I know who you are. I love who you are. And make sure you tell them, I wouldn't even be telling you this and be telling you what hurt me, or be telling you my boundary if I didn't love and care and value you and value our friendship, and what I want is open communication and for us to move forward. Boom. As soon as you say that, their heart is gonna open up, and whatever you say after that, it's going to hurt a little less because they know They know that you're doing it because you care about them because you want them in their life and they're not going to feel rejected or made wrong in that moment. They're going to feel cared for and that's what we want to do. Maybe this is like buttering somebody up a little bit, but I swear to God it works every single fucking time. You're going to suggest to them that, you know, I know this wasn't your intention and the only reason I'm bringing this up to you is because I value you and value our friendship. One, I want you to start with that every single fucking time because... That is how you're gonna get through to people. That's how you're gonna get your needs met, which is your fucking goal in this process. Your goal shouldn't be to make somebody else feel bad for what they did to you. Your goal needs to be, your goal needs to be to have your needs met and to get what you want, right? Not to just make someone feel shitty. That's not the purpose of communicating boundaries. It's about having your needs met. So I want you to take that first step every single time. And then two, what I'm going to have you do is you're going to state what it is that happened from your point of view. And you're going to make sure you say it's from your point of view because they're going to have a different point of view than you, you know? And you know, you've said this. I know this wasn't your intention. I only am saying this because I value you and I love you and I care about you. And I want to work through this, you know? And then you're going to say, you know, from my perspective, what happened is the other day when we were in a group of people, like everything that I was saying, you were mismatching me. Everything I was saying, you were saying I was wrong. You were insinuating that I was dumb or I was stupid. I'm just using an example right here. And, you know, from my point of view, this is what happened X, Y, Z. And then you're going to say, and what it made me feel was. So say what you see and then say what you feel. And what that made me feel was really rejected and and sad because, you know, I really value your opinion and I value the way that you think of me. And, you know, so that made me really, really sad. And then you're going to make a request for the future because they can't go back and they can't change, you know, what they did. They can apologize. Hopefully they apologize. You can always request an apology if you want. But I want you, instead of telling them what to do, I want you to request something for the future. In the future, if we we're in that situation, you know, what I would like you to do instead is blank, if that would work for you. So make a request and make sure you are telling them what your need is and how you need it fixed. Because I feel like a lot of people come into a situation to set boundaries, to be like, don't talk to me like that. You did this, don't do it again. And all this person is hearing is, don't, don't, don't. You wanna give them another option, you wanna give them another course of action in that moment so you'd be like you know in the future i would really love if you would include me in the conversation and just really hype me up and support me and have my back and that would mean a lot to me you know And they can be like oh shit like i didn't even realize i was doing that because most of the time people don't realize that they are doing what they're doing to you and hurting your feelings because they're in their own world they're projecting onto the world around them they're dealing with their own shit, and it usually never has to do with you With that being said, you deserve to be treated right and have your needs met. Like, you deserve that 100%. So what I'm going to have you do is, one, suggest that you know it wasn't their intention and that you care about them so much. Two, state what it is what they did. Three, state how it makes you feel. Four, request what you want in the future and give them an alternative choice. Give them an alternative choice to choose from so that they know what you want them to do, not what you don't want them to do because that really doesn't do anything for anyone's brain. So really come in with knowing what you want instead. And that is how I would work on setting a boundary. Amazing. And also I wanted to note guys that this is what I wrote in my notes. You can set a boundary, but you can't change someone. You can set a boundary, but you cannot change somebody. If somebody doesn't follow your boundary, if somebody doesn't respect your boundary and therefore doesn't respect you, then it is up to you to set the boundary with yourself to decide what you need and what you don't need in life, what's working and what's not working, who are the types of people that you want to have in your life. And even if it feels scary to create distance or remove yourself from a situation or cut someone off or end a relationship or quit that job that's taking up way too much of your energy because your boss isn't fucking listening to you and giving you your fucking vacation days. You need to set the boundary with yourself. And those are the hardest boundaries to keep and the hardest boundaries to set because you are responsible for you, love. You are responsible for the boundaries that you set with yourself. You are responsible for who you let into your energy space and who you let into your life. So I want to get fucking real with you. If you're not setting those healthy boundaries with yourself, how can you expect anybody else to respect your boundaries? If you're not respecting yourself enough to leave that job, to leave that relationship, to leave that friendship, to distance yourself from that family member, how can you expect anyone to respect and love you enough to do the same? You need to show others how you want to be treated by the way that you treat you set those healthy boundaries with yourself. If, if you set a boundary with someone, you know, you can do it the best way that you can. If they don't change it, it's up to you. What are you going to do about it? What is the boundary that you're going to set with yourself? How are you going to take care of yourself and take care of your own needs in this moment because you are responsible for you? And when I learned that, that was really hard. It's still a lesson that I'm learning because I don't want to be responsible for me. I want to place blame. I want to put the attention off of me. I want to feel like it's not my fault. But you know what? I'm responsible for who I keep in my life, for where I put my energy, for where I put my time. And if I'm not treating myself right and not respecting my own boundaries, then what the fuck am I doing? And, you know, I deal with it too. Don't beat yourself up about it. Give yourself grace. Give yourself a pause. Give yourself some love, but also know that you fucking gotta, you you know, sometimes you gotta be stern with yourself and set healthy, sturdy, strong boundaries with yourself. And usually I write my boundaries down. Like I'll be like, I choose to do this. This is what I'm doing. And I write them down into my journal so that I can see them with my eyes and be like, okay, these are my boundaries with myself. So I want you to focus on, you know, not people pleasing and reprogramming your mind, but I also want you to focus on you and how you can be better for you and how you can set healthy boundaries with you. And knowing that you may set a boundary with someone, but you can't change them and you can't get resentful at them for not wanting to change because you're choosing to have them in your life and you can walk away. And it's the scariest thing. It's the fucking hardest thing in the world, but you have the power to do that. And you're fucking strong and I fucking believe in you. And if somebody isn't treating you right and they're not respecting your boundaries, I beg you to walk away because you are so much more fucking deserving than that. I want to go over a little overview about what this episode was about because we touched on a lot of it. Okay. So we talked about, you know, why people are people pleasers. We have group A and group B, those that grew up with abuse and feel unsafe and B, those who have developed their worthiness from praise of other people you know? And then we talked about the signs that you may be a people pleaser. And we went into the different types of conflict avoidant, caretakers, compliance people, active anticipatory pleasers, and mergers. And then we went through the affirmations and the reprogramming for each type. So make sure to go back to those, write those down, focus on those different things. And then we went into the techniques for people pleasing where I said, you know, give yourself a pause. Give yourself the moment to say, you know what? Can I get back to you? Then ask yourself the three questions. Do you have time, energy, space for this? Are they doing this because they genuinely need help or are they just using you? And three, do you fucking want to do it because you don't have to do anything that you do not want to do? And then we finished off, guys, by talking about how to set healthy boundaries 101 for the PPs, for the people pleasers, Um and the nonviolent communication steps of, you know, making sure you're approaching it in a way that's keeping people's heart open, and then, you know, you go through stating what it is, stating what you feel, and then your request and what you want in the future, and then finally we finished off with the boundaries with yourself, <laughs> because guys, your boundaries with yourself and your relationship with yourself is going to reflect on all your other relationships, and that is the main takeaway that I want you to get from this. That. Yes, you know, the outer world can be shitty. The outer world can be overwhelming. It can be a lot. We're interacting with different personalities, different people with different traumas, with different upbringings. But most importantly, your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. So I want you to note that and make sure you're setting healthy boundaries with yourself, respect yourself, love yourself, and know that you are inherently fucking worthy. I love you guys. I'll see you Thursday for a mini episode on how to get over embarrassment because I feel like it kind of can go hand in hand with the people pleasing. So mini episode Thursday, go check out last week's episode. We have the six pillars of mental health. That was on Tuesday. And then we have the mini episode on Thursday. I'm completely blanking on what that was on, but I fucking loved it. Oh, it was about the project mindset. And that is great. If you are a business person or a creative person, this is the best mindset that you can shift to. So go check out those other episodes. Thank you for checking out, you know, yeah guys, and make sure to support our sponsors because they support us. And then I get to keep creating free content for you guys and continuing to grow this community, grow my platform, grow the time and space that I can put into all my different projects. So super grateful for our sponsors. You can check out my course on alignment. I'm working on another course right now. And then also I have a shadow workbook for $4 that you can check out in the link below or on my link tree um follow me at sundays kk follow the podcast skinny dipping diaries follow me on youtube on tiktok sundays kk and make sure to subscribe share this with somebody that you love okay 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 you guys know the fucking drill rate right? submit a review your dm your thoughts on the episode i fucking love you guys thanks for being part of this skinny dipping soul in progress community i love you guys so much i'm gonna end this episode because it's already so fucking long okay bye <laughs> Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great-tasting meals. Win, win. That's code SKINNY50 at Factormeals.com skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out, it'll make your life so effortless and nutritious.
1: As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. Get warm weather ready with Kints. Go to kints.com/slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and three hundred and sixty five day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com/slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and three hundred and sixty five day returns. Kints.com/slash skinny dipping.